BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And now, Dear John. Dear John, my Cyclones gave up 776 yards in one game. Do you have any idea how many yards that is? Sincerely, Wayne in Ames. I know it's a lot. Murph, how do you make 776 yards relatable? John, let me illustrate. We pick up the London Olympics, 800 meters final, 90 meters in. By the time Kenya's David Radisha finishes, you will have watched him cover 776 yards. That's the same ground covered by Texas Tech against Iowa State. Keep in mind, Radisha is setting a world record. I thought of having John Sears run 776 yards over uh, on the Drake Blue Oval, make it local, but this is only a half hour show. Again, you are watching Radisha run 776 yards faster than anyone ever has. Very quick, 49-28, that Olympic record looks set to go. The teenagers are lining up behind him. A man is now trying to get into second place, but it's Radisha pushing on ahead. Keaton also still looking good though behind, but Takaki is doing his best to hold on, but they, none of them are good enough to hold on to Radisha. Aman is now into second, Kaki's back into fourth. What's the time at 600? Wow, 1.14.30. We have something very, very special on here as uh, Amos, the other junior now, comes into second, ahead of Aman. But it's Radisha coming into home straight. We're going to be looking at the time very closely on this one. A brilliant run by the youngster Amos as he comes into second place. The other youngster, Keaton, is in third place now. Ben and Mann, the three youngsters, with uh, Solomon finishing. But Radisha, what's the time? It's a world record! A world 776 record. yards. That's a lot of yards. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Keith Murphy alongside John Sears, a distracted John Sears. John, after sound off, you're going over to the hospital to give birth. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I'm not giving birth. Your, your wife's giving birth. My wife's giving birth. You're distracted a little bit? It's a little bit. A little nervous? You got yeah, the night before yeah, you're yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. another child, <laughs> it's a little bit of a nerve-wracking <laughs> yeah. feeling. Yeah. Right, well, you got a built-in excuse. Excited feeling, yeah. Anything you screw up tonight. Hot yeah. topic, the Hawkeyes stay undefeated, move into first place in the Big Ten West, and are now ranked 17th in the country, do you believe? 515-282-9010. Meantime, what many Cyclones, these are the Hawkeyes here, what many Cyclone observers thought was a potential upset for ISU turns ugly as the Cyclones give up 776 yards. How many yards? 776 and 66 points to Texas Tech. What is the answer for ISU 
This is not one of the best Hawkeye football teams we've seen, but it's one of the easiest to like. Six games in, not always pretty, not always easy, but always winning. These Hawks find a way. Jordan Kanzeri has to carry the football more than Earl Campbell? Fine. Kanzeri puts the Hawks on his back. It's not all coming up roses, though. Drew Ott is a huge loss. The Gazette's Mark Morehouse reports torn ACL. To paraphrase Coach Boone, you cannot replace a Drew Ott. Northwestern loves throwing sticks into Iowa's spokes, and the Wildcats should be in a bad mood after going to Michigan and getting pantsed. Iowa State plays three straight games against video games, and in what people considered the most winnable, the Cyclones give up 776 yards and 66 points. It was so bad, ISU had a freshman run for 245 yards, and no one's talking about it. Mike Warren is legit, but he somehow chewed up all that yardage without ISU finding a way to keep Tech's offense off the field. Paul Rhodes has his hands full. He's talked about changed attitudes, but losing often sparks finger-pointing and selfish play. Can't let that happen. Not with number three, TCU next. And then after TCU, a trip to Baylor. Just two reasons why ISU needed to beat Toledo in the worst way. Texas looked like the most winnable game left on ISU's schedule. And then the Longhorns go out and neuter Oklahoma. Texas did not quit on Charlie Strong. Kids on losing teams often work just as hard and sacrifice just as much as kids on winning teams. So I couldn't be happier for the North Polar Bears. A win after 30 straight losses. North beat Roosevelt. And that's where our kids go to school, Roosevelt, but good for North. Baseball has some stupid rules and silly codes, the hard slide among them. But Chase Utley's slide wasn't a hard slide. It was a near tackle of Ruben Tejada. I don't think Utley meant to break Tejada's leg, but he wasn't trying to reach second base either. Utley earned a suspension, not being called safe. Anyone who doesn't think a manager matters much hasn't watched the Cubs this season. Not only did Joe Madden change the culture, he keeps making all the right moves, like two squeezes in one inning. Cubs Cardinals, game on. And here comes Jake Arrieta. John, what do you think? Keith, I'm going to start with Iowa State because I think many Cyclone fans have essentially given up. Scan any of our social media platforms and even the diehard Iowa State supporters are ready to throw in the towel. Speaking of social media, have you seen all the baby photos people are posting? I mean, is that the new norm? Instantaneous photos on the web of your newborn? Football. Football. All right, my bad. My bad. Now, I didn't expect the Cyclones to win, but I also didn't expect them to get dismantled by the fourth or fifth best team in the Big 12. I mean, this will be my third kid. I love my first two, but don't they say the third time is a charm? I mean... That seems like a lot of pressure for this kid. I'm expecting greatness John, right John, out of the John. womb. Cy- Cyclones. Sorry. Stay on Sorry. point, man. You're losing focus. Sorry. And that is the discouraging part for Iowa State fans. Right. All they want is hope. Something that says, hey, we're better than three wins. We don't lose by 30 anymore. I think Jordan Kanziri is just one of the many great stories for this Hawkeye football team. Senior who's battled injuries, but now making the most of his time. And you know what? I do like the name Jordan. 
could, it could be used for a boy or a girl, Jordan Sears. I loved Michael Jordan growing up. He defined back, John, greatness. John, back to football. Right. Man, you should not right. have worked. Football. You should not be in tonight. Football. Bottom line is this. Iowa is 6-0, still undefeated. I think if they get past Northwestern, then Big Ten West title talk can really heat up. A lot like I'll be heating up and sweating tomorrow in the delivery room. Is everything okay? Did I strap the car seat in tight enough? What can I do to help? Can I get you some water? Here, John. squeeze my hand like it's a mini stress ball. Hawkeye fans are nervous, but it's a nervous, excited energy. I know exactly how they're feeling. Probably should have uh, taken the night off here. Let's, uh, let's get right to the calls. We'll go to Jeremy in Des Moines. Uh, Jeremy, Hawkeyes at 6-0. and What first comes to mind for you? Well, uh, for one, I'd just like to say uh, Ferentz has just done a wonderful job. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people calling for his job last year. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hardcore Hawkeye fans. We don't just give up on our coaches. And uh, I was disappointed to hear people doing that. I'd just like to hear from them now and uh, see what they have to say. And also, I'd like to give a big shout-out to the ICUD uh, Rattlers, who beat the uh, Waukee sixth graders last night out in Waukee. All right, you did it. Uh, yeah, we're not, we're not going to hear from the haters right now, John. No. Not when uh, Iowa's undefeated. Uh, people had reason to be down or at least disappointed in the program. It mm-hmm. had kind of flatlined into it mediocrity had. the past five years. When Iowa was ranked last week, and since we last had sound off, the Hawkeyes have been ranked, that's the, uh, that's the first time in five years. Yeah, and I think in the last three years, they've been 19 and 19 in the last three years under Ferentz. So they've been a 500 ball club. And when you go to BCS bowl games and you get 10 win seasons, fans expect and want more. So they... They wanted more out of Kirk Ferentz, and so far he's delivered. He has, and he did make changes. Good for him. It's not easy to change, especially the older we get, the harder it is to change. Josh, uh, what do you think about this 6-0 start for the Hawkeyes who suddenly find themselves alone in first place? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. You're on, Josh. What do you think? Oh, I think it's great. Why? Um, Well, I mean, they haven't done it in, what is it, six, seven, eight years now? Uh, what are you most impressed with, Josh? What do you like the most out of what you see from this Iowa team? Well, I think uh, CJ has really improved himself uh, since uh, last year. But obviously, I think he's way better than uh, Jake. Um, All right, Jake, ha- Jake has gotten better. Let's, uh, let's go to Randy in Webster City for some Cyclone talk. Randy, uh, how concerned are you with what you saw at Texas Tech? Well, I'm telling you, um, it's starting to feel like a Troy Davis type of season. We get, finally got a running game, and uh, the running back's racking up all sorts of yards. But defensive coordinator, how do you on third and 30 only send three rushers? You need to send everybody after him, get the quarterback to throw the ball sooner. But, you know, I still have faith in the Cyclones. I always will, but it's, it's – it's making me sick watching this. You know, the offense is moving the ball a little bit, but the defense is just all of a sudden just not stopping anything. It, it is discouraging, John. It's, you it's, can hear it in Randy's voice. We heard so much about the 3-4, but then the first time you went against an explosive spread offense, it, it just didn't work. Yeah, it seems like if it's, if it's the offense, the defense is doing anything. If the defense plays well, it's not the offense. And the problem that I said for the first couple games for Iowa State uh, was the fact that they hadn't really faced a great offense. They faced Iowa and Toledo. Iowa 6-0, but they don't have a dynamic offense. You know, they're winning right. games. Now, all of a sudden, you're facing a spread team. You're trying to run a 3-4, and you're getting no pressure on the quarterback at all. He's standing back there with five wide receivers to pick from for 10 seconds to throw the ball. 
you got to you got to make him uncomfortable. And Patrick Mahomes was never uncomfortable. No, and he was pulled what in the third quarter. He even played the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or maybe they maybe they have a thousand yards. I yeah. mean, it was it was uh, that easy for Mahomes. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. First up, uh, Kyle Swenson says Iowa coach Fran McCaffrey looks like presidential candidate Jeb Bush. Old Spice. <laughs> Scott Docterman, our friend from yep. Cedar Rapids Gazette, he says a former Hawkeye Julian Vandervelde. <laughs> look, Vandervelde or Vanderbilt? Vandervelde. Vandervelde. Uh, now with the Eagles, looks like Slash of Guns N' Roses fame. Old Spice? Yeah, that, that's good. That's good, but we really wait, wait a need, minute. We need to see a more realistic comparison. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah, Old Spice. Oh. Yeah, that's like, uh, you know, hit the bell even harder. That is, that's kind of eerie. <laughs> Fans will travel to Miami, Phoenix, or San Antonio, but not Kinnick Stadium? That's what's bugging Andy next. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Troy writes, I've been a loyal Iowa State fan since the Jim Walden days. I have had it with them, including Pollard. When I pass on this earth, my pallbearers will have ISU apparel on so they can let me down one last time. That's deep. That is deep. Mark writes, giving up 66 points is an embarrassment for this team. The players work too hard and still give up 66 with TCU and Baylor up next. It's time for this team to take a new direction. You can only take so many rah-rahs from a coach. Man, people are down tonight. Logan says, I don't know if I am guzzling the Hawkeye Kool-Aid, but I'm definitely taking a sip. Next week is huge. Dan writes, our defense has holes in it. Offense still a little iffy, but man, they have heart and attitude. Can't complain when I thought it was going to be a 2-10 season. It's anybody's ball game after this crazy weekend. Dan, of course, a Hawkeye fan. 67,000 fans watched Iowa take down Illinois. 67,000 is a big number, but not big enough for Andy. Here's what's bugging Andy. The Iowa Hawkeyes did not sell out Kinnick Stadium. That's one of those sentences that clangs like a broken bell. It just doesn't ring true. But here's something that sounds even worse. The... 5-0 Iowa Hawkeyes coming off a win at Wisconsin, freshly ranked in the top 25 with the potential of an historic season laid out in front of them. They didn't sell out Kinnick Stadium. Now that sounds ridiculous, impossible in fact, like the sound of blood bubbling from a turnip. But it's true, and I can't get over it. After 15 years of covering Hawkeye fans, I'd have bet three kidneys and my firstborn son that I'd never live to see the day when they didn't pack every last crevice around a good team of theirs. I saw them outdraw Texas in San Antonio. I was there when they drowned out Florida in Florida. Ten years ago, Matt Damon wouldn't have needed to signal NASA he could have just whistled the Iowa fight song, and 10 <laughs> minutes later, there'd have been an RV full of Hawkeye fans landed on Mars to bail him out. What happened? I feel like this conversation belongs in a soap opera. Hawkeye fans, I feel like I don't even know you anymore. 
Well, what I do know is that Iowa fans are coming off a few down years. Yeah, but they did make a bowl game last season. I know that game days are expensive, but they've never been cheap. I know that some fans have gone sour on Kirk Ferentz, but the man is back to winning with no hard feelings for any of you who've been less than Iowa nice to him. And I know that the giant ultra HD televisions in our homes have made trading our soft couches for the hard bleachers of Kinnick more difficult than ever. But the last time I checked, a TV is still a flat plastic box on the wall that can't tailgate and can't put the autumn sun on your face. What's more, it'll be there all winter, long after your chances to see your very favorite team in the world live and in person have run out. What are you waiting for? Ohio State and Michigan ain't coming. Nebraska is three hours away, and when you get there, you're in Nebraska. <laughs> I've heard several people suggest that the Minnesota game will be the first sellout of the season. They think the outdoor wrestling match will help get fans excited enough to pack the house. If that's the case, we'll be saying something else that sounds awfully different. That football needed help from wrestling to win over fans. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Who's in your five sports-themed television shows and more of your live takes next. You can follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Chris, a Cyclone fan, writes, it's time, hate it, but it's time, clean house. Man, Nick, another Iowa State fan, writes, dumpster fire. ISU's talent has performed closer to Kansas than other teams in the Big 12, except for a few positions. More Cyclone passion from Shane. It's disappointing to see the talent at skilled positions and the inability to utilize them. Mixed emotions on making a staff change. Brian tweets, Man. counting the TCU game, I don't think ISU holds their opponents under 200 points during this three-game stretch. Who's in your five favorite sports-themed television shows? At number five, The League. Even though I don't play fantasy football, this is fun. Number four, Coach Hayden Fox, named after Hayden Fry. Dauber. Number three, White Shadow. It's hard to explain how much I loved this show as a kid, though there wasn't actually much basketball in it. Number two, Sports Night, underrated Aaron Sorkin classic with great writing. And number one, Friday Night Lights, mm -hmm. television at its absolute best. So, of course, no one watched. <laughs> uh, let's get back to live phone calls here. We'll start it with uh, Bill in West Des Moines. Bill thinking about the two and four Nebraska Cornhuskers. Bill, what's up? What's Bill? up Bill, I'm already Bill, uh, Bill, out of patience. Bill. Bill is not listening to his phone. He's watching through the television. Let's try Dave. Uh, the Cyclones, Dave, what's up? Yeah, so just to answer a question here, really two questions. Uh, which team that uh, Iowa State would have a favorable chance to win, and what is the other team that uh, is going to be the hardest team to win against? 
Hardest, without a doubt, is at Baylor. Yep. That, uh, the last time we were there, wasn't it like 70 to 7 two years ago? Yeah, uh, and, it, and it Baylor felt looks worse. just as good this year. On the road's always tough. Best chance to win is likely at home against, is it Kansas State or Texas? Yeah, maybe but, but, maybe Texas. Depends which Texas yeah, team shows up. The probably one Texas at home. That's lost some yeah. games or the one that was really motivated yeah. to upset Oklahoma and did. Uh, Russ is in Carroll tonight, home of the Iowa Nice Guy. Russ, what's going on? Hey, Keith. What did you think of the games this weekend? Uh, you know, good job for the Hawks. Uh, Agree. Keith, you're, you're, you're kind of a Hawks fan, I guess. Uh, I will say one thing. I'm what now? I you're think a Hawk fan. Uh, oh, Hawk fan. Okay. the big – if you put the Big Ten and Big 12 together, I think there's a little more competition in the Big 12. You there's got Baylor the, and you got TCU. It's a, bigger, it's a bigger conference. I think there's some really good teams in the Big Ten as well. There's some really good teams uh, in, in the Big uh, 12. I don't think anybody, with, anybody who's reasonable knows that Iowa State is playing a much more difficult schedule than Iowa. For sure. But I don't think anyone thinks Iowa would go down to Texas Tech and give up 776 yards and 66 points. And Iowa and Iowa State played in Ames, and Iowa won. And, and the Big Ten's a little more watered down. Like you mentioned, 14 teams. Maryland and Rutgers are garbage. So those two teams that are added bring nothing to football. So that waters down the Big Ten. And, and of course, you still have some middle yeah, of the pack teams. You know, I, you know, I'll agree with that to a point. But uh, I think PTU this week should be number one. And Bill can pick right in at number two or maybe three and it, it's a it's a it's a totally different uh type of games where they play all right we appreciate uh your comments even the one where did he call i, I always try to keep track it was you're i a, a hawkeye you're a hawkeye or or sorry, i was a hawkeye you fan. had your black okay. and gold on earlier you were well iowa fan. is winning when I was winning hop on that and gets more favorable comments, tend to be a Hawk fan. Uh, the last few years, uh, Hawk fans haven't seen it that way. North Texas hired, then fired Dan McCarney, former Hawkeye, former Cyclone coach. Uh, more on that face-off when Soundoff returns. Man, a lot of negative energy tonight. Let's pick it up. All right, time for face-off. This is where just hours before going to the hospital to welcome a third child into this world, I school Murph with my sports knowledge. All, all that and humble, too. You got it. After Portland State embarrassed North Texas 66-7 in Texas, Dan McCarney was fired. Mean Green are winless after losing at Iowa as well. What did we learn? We learned North Texas was even worse than we thought. So even though Iowa scored 62 on North Texas, Portland State scored 66. Oh. And I didn't know Portland State even have a football team. As for McCarney, I feel bad for Mac. He showed sincere appreciation for the opportunity and didn't make excuses, even though he could have. And he'll make nearly $2 million to not coach. It's not bad. Nebraska's Mike Riley is off to a 2-4 and four start. Bo Pelini 
never lost more than four games in a season at Nebraska. Ooh. How bad is it in Lincoln? Bad. Three of those losses are direct result of bad clock management. Nebraska isn't as bad as its record, but you can bet Bo Pelini is somewhere holding a cat <laughs> and wearing a smirk. Jim Harbaugh may be better than hyped. Not wow. sure how that's even possible. Oh, wait. Because that was a lot of hype. That was a lot of hype. Uh, three straight shutouts in this era of offense, and the only loss came at Utah, and Utah is now in the top five. Should also note, Jake Rudock has settled down after a rough start. Playing much better. Yeah. Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright, father of three girls, says he's tired of watching playoff baseball and being forced to change the channel because of erectile dysfunction ads. Does he have a point? First of all, John, congratulations on your virility. Thank you. But yes, Wainwright has a point. I'm tired of this too. Kids asking, Dad, why are all the sprinklers going off? Dad, why are all the fireworks bursting? It's hard enough get bad choice of words. It's difficult enough getting kids to watch baseball. Don't make them watch sex ed for seniors too. Come on. Oh, I have no comment. Who did you have in the big fight this week? Sean Rodriguez or the Gatorade cooler? I had the cooler. When Rodriguez loses his temper, he often breaks his hand. See Rodriguez versus Wall. But he did win this one, though I, I think he sucker punched the cooler. I Te do. Technically, isn't any cooler punch a sucker punch since the cooler doesn't have eyes? Fair point. You can always email the show, sound off at whotv.com. The Cubs tied up their series with the Cardinals. The Hawkeyes beat Illinois to get to 6-0. Zach Johnson helped the U.S. win the President's Cup in Iowa State. Well, thanks for being the turd in my punch bowl for my super incredible weekend of joy. Oh. Shane from Marshalltown. Iowa is going to need to find a way to score points every time they get in the red zone next week or face their first loss of the season. Still, a 6-0 start is nothing to sneeze at. Go Hawks, Candyman and Newt. I'm a Hawkeye fan and always root for the team playing against Nebraska. However, I did feel sorry for them after yesterday's loss. Maybe some sort of coaching karma coming back to bite them. Do you suppose somewhere Bo Pelini is smirking? Yes, with the cat. Chris Insella. Yes, we answered that. Uh, time for three quick calls here. One point each call. Pat is in Carroll. Hi, Pat. How are you doing, guys? Good. Good. Hey, I just was going to make the point. You know, I know Sam Richardson doesn't have a whole lot of time, but I always think we need to kind of look there. Um, the guy hooks on his first receiver, and he doesn't do a good job of, of finding anybody else. Yeah, he's very I agree on that. He yeah. likes the one guy. He doesn't scan the field real well yet. No. Tim is in Urbandale. Uh, Tim, thoughts on Nebraska? Yeah, I was at the Nebraska-Wisconsin game, and I did see Cudere there, and he happened to get kicked out in really? the second quarter of the game. Yes, oh, he did. That's the first Cooter race sighting in quite a while. Well, he's not happy after this. A 46-yard field goal to Otto win for Wisconsin. Otto and Osceola. Otto, 15 seconds. Hey, uh, you and I played a heck of a game yesterday, but why does Soundoff in Channel 13 hate North Dakota State so much? Uh, I mean, they're four-time champions and... Yeah, we, we, we don't hate North Dakota State. It's, it's a joke. We don't really care. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. All right, that's a... Yeah, we don't, we don't hate. It's football. It's sports. Fun. Should be no hate. Not real hate. We're back next week, but Matt Van Winkle isn't. Matt, thanks for all you did. We leave you with the sound off send off. Congratulations to the North Polar Bears. The yes. losing streak is over.
We stand up for who we are and what we represent. Every play, Every play you started in January. They don't understand you. They don't understand you. They don't know your plight. They'll never go through anything like you have. You guys did exactly what I asked you to do. You stopped them twice, like I said you would. We scored two touchdowns. Now we shut them down here in the fourth quarter. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.